0: Sophie yes hi oh, hey, we are we are live recording <laughs> happy no, friday
1: happy friday
0: it's a uh, it's there's always uh, take a couple of uh, minutes to figure it out the first time i did that with my son and the last remote recording i did uh, with uh, someone from chicago so uh you from burley head in Queensland, yes, which is not yes. too bad
1: Yes. <laughs> All
0: right. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna have this recording with you uh, um, before the kids wake up.
1: Yeah.
0: Just for my audience. So the reason we're doing this recording is, I want to chat to you about your business. I yes. want to learn about the business story. Yeah. And it's a very, very extraordinary opportunity because for me, I find it's very, very extraordinary. For <laughs> since eighteenth of March, yes. I have been reaching out so many small businesses in the hospitality industry. Mm-hmm. Everyone is telling me how much they're struggling, they give me all the bad news, mm-hmm. right? But I just wanted everyone to to know why it was extraordinary before I even introduce you to, to and get everybody understand your business. Mm-hmm. Um, you are so Billy. Head is is a Queensland now, right? So 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 you Queensland based, but you relocated from a uh, from Adelaide. Yes, so, I did. So when I when I call you, yeah. First thing you said to me was, um, I, I paid everything up to date right now. yes that's that's okay. Right. I'm not gonna go in details what you paid, <laughs> but like that's just showing so much proud you have is like. I'm, I'm honouring my agreement. I'm paying everyone. Not about myself, not about how much I'm suffering. And the second thing you said to me was, my tenant in Atlanta lost a job. Yes. I'm fine everything possible to cushion my tenant. Yes. I'm not going to kick my t- t- tenant out. No. Right? That was the second thing you said. Yes. Then the third thing you said to me is about... I'm very, very grateful about all the suppliers I have, and we're gonna do everything I can, still producing the same level, beautiful product to support my suppliers. Yes. And you are the only human being out of more than fifty conversation I have since 18th of March of telling you these first three things. So to me, that was insane. It the more is. I learn about you, it is the more, the more I learn about business, I feel there's a sense of my duty to, I want to share with everyone. Um like what what a great family you have and what a great business and how strong you are, how positive you are. So um what I want to really uh, ask you about is uh and I'm going to like this is because I'm freestyle this, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm getting to a bit of person as well. I had a bit of browse of your, your, uh, your Facebook photos, your, uh, your no. Instagram photos, right? <laughs> so I know you have a you have beautiful um, kids. Now, I, I, before I get you to introduce everyone about the business, how yeah. did you meet? How did you meet your husband Richard? Ah. How did that? How <laughs> did that came about?
1: Um, by my chance, to be honest. Um, How? <laughs> <Hell. laughs> uh, well, to start with, when I first moved to Australia, um, almost 20 years ago, um, I came through Canberra, um, did my degree at the ANU. Um, yeah. Upon the completion of my first degree, uh, while waiting for my residency, I decided to discover Australia. Um, so, hence, my first ticket I bought while waiting was Adelaide, and I never left. <laughs> but how did you meet Richard? <laughs> that's that's pretty much. So, um, one day um, where I was staying, I was I was um, renting an apartment in Glenelg back in Adelaide, yeah. and um, every evening, um, I would have a lovely drink, a cup of coffee um, uh, near the Grand. Grand Stamford Plaza uh, which is uh, one of the the, the prominent um, hotel in Adelaide and by luck um, Richard was delivering uh, a wedding cake and our eyes (laughs) met and um, out of you know you know just just a reflex because the, the cake looks amazing and I just said wow that's a beautiful cake. Um, he just smiled so after delivering the cake to the the to the, the people who ordered, he just came back to where I was, uh, introduced himself and said, I'm a chef patissier and I made that cake. And <laughs> that's how it started. So we, we, we chatted, um, he invited me out for dinner that evening itself. And that was 20 years ago. And that was 10 years ago. Well, 11 10, years now. Yeah,
0: 11 years. Yes. So the business, your <laughs> current business wasn't established as yet.
1: No, no, not the way that um, the, the member of the public now. Back then, um, Richard started uh, the, the humble um, off bush um, from, you know, friends and, and family members um, just, you know, because he was working at um, Plaza Stanford so he, he just do orders from his home kitchen. Um, the business really took off in 2012 um, really, uh, where we opened up the retail site um, together, uh, after he convinced me to stay in Adelaide. After how, <laughs> how long did
0: that take before you two got married?
1: Uh, well, uh, we, we committed in a sense of uh, boyfriend and girlfriend, which I, I in that period, I still insist of calling him my boyfriend, (laughs) considering our age, Um, I still considered um, him my boyfriend, was um, in 2010 and not until um, 2011, a year later, he proposed to me. He flew back to Singapore to ask for my hand in marriage um, through my father. I come from a very traditional family background and Risha himself comes from a traditional family background. Dad say yes, Dad fell in love with him but till today I wonder if it's his cakes or or the man himself.
0: I I was gonna (laughs) ask the same thing. (laughs) Uh, I think you just, uh, you literally answered the question I was going to ask
1: you. That, that's yes, so awesome. And, and the first thing he impressed my parents the day after he arrived was creme brulee and a whole batch of scones, which are my parents' favourite. Uh, so he sealed the deal <laughs> the next day straight away. <laughs> uh,
0: that's that's an amazing story. Yes. But we, so... <laughs>
1: Yeah, we didn't so, get married till 2015 because we wanted to concentrate um, in our business, in growing the business, um, and because um, you know, as, as um, the nature of course, when you get married, you make babies. So we, we wanted to prolong um, that that uh, play play with the hand of God, I would call it, um, um, before the family making starts. So in 2015, um, I became Mrs. Ledent. Yes. <laughs> so, were the what the kids was accident? Oh, Or, no, no. or was a planned? Um, the, the kids came pretty much the day my father gave me away <laughs> in Singapore. It literally took place. <laughs> oh my so, God. Yeah, so, yeah, we, so we, we were, we were, we, we had, we held two weddings for our friends um, in Adelaide um, in March. And then uh, we did a traditional wedding um, in Singapore where my father gave me away to him. Yeah,
0: so, um, how, how did you two manage running the business and, and have two kids <laughs> at the same time, how do you
1: do it? <laughs> it's crazy, it's crazy but um, from the first day when he approached me, um, that is back in 2012, um, where he said uh, would you consider joining me before marriage, that is in business, um, to see how um, this would go and, and, and I told him my number one role is you will always be the head of production you run your kitchen and trust me to run the business side of things and the customer side of things. So in in, in the years of, of expansion, we respect each other. Although at times, yes, of course, like every couple in business and in, in relationship, we, we have our differences. But um, at night, we come home, we cuddle and set the differences aside. But it's always towards the focus of it's for offenbusch it's for our product, it's for our customer. Uh, we, we we try not to put emotion finances in between for the joy of what we've always wanted the joy of French desserts for the people in Australia. So that's that's ingrained in us both. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> what, what made you
0: guys relocate from the Adelaide, because you're well established in yes. Adelaide, right? Yes,
1: uh, I would say uh, we were renting for the last 10 years, uh, we put in an offer um, to purchase um, the premise that we were renting, um, but uh, it fell through. So, mm. uh, for us to move anywhere um, in Adelaide was near impossible because of the huge respect we have for our competitor. For us to move north, um, I, I feel it's wrong to 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 be in a location where um, uh, a, a person of the same profession and business just next door to us, and I, I think that's wrong. I mean, um, to compete in the same arena is one thing, but to 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 you know, cut someone rice bowl. I think that's that's not ethical for us. We we couldn't do that. So um, uh, the the whole idea was to move to Brisbane initially, mm. um, but um, Unit 243 Tari Street found us. We ended up in the Gold Coast. Um, it, it it was a sign to just move, so we did. So we didn't think twice. We put in an offer uh took a bit of juggling with everything that was happening in family business packing um we packed our bag and we left um, as when we intended so here we are in balayhades so we miss our adelaide customers dearly. don't get me wrong every day we think of all of them the joy uh, we each uh, put in each other's face but uh, for me to survive as a family, because Risha and I are older parents, we need to really think of our our little our little minions who are two and four. That's right. <laughs> yes,
0: they're so beautiful, by the way. <laughs>
1: Thank you. How
0: how many years of the clientele base you established in, in Adelaide? Um,
1: ten years. So right. it's, Yes, it's ten years of of dedication. I. I am one strong believer that um, my staff is there to assist me. Um, Risha and I have always um, have the same mentality that our staff is to assist us. In, the, in our patisserie, but they are, they're not to work for us. And I take huge pride every day. I'm bad with names, and my customers all know I give them nicknames. It's like a person would come in, I said, oh, my flat white with Panorizan customer is here. So I take pride to know the face, to know their favourites, and 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 try my best to even know when their birthday is. And um, at times I tell Risha I'm like a, a Pakistan counsellor. Um, to to my customers and i always follow up every time i see them be it a day after a week after a month after even years Uh, their presence in my life by coming in our patisserie doesn't just stop after the transaction finish. i continue that relationship with them even even till today in bali hate when they they write to us comment on our social media they know i know who i'm talking to that's how much i love every single one of my customers and i take pride of them um, when I look at yeah. the size of
0: <laughs> when I look at the size of your follow-up face on Instagram, I was amazed. <laughs> and what you just said to me, that explain everything. But what I find is amazing it is I don't know, but I need to know how long took you and Richard to decide to make that big move. It's a 10 years hard work. (laughs) It was a one day decision, one month decision. How long did it take for you to decide, this is Uh, it, we're going to relocate?
1: The birth of our first child on the 8th of April 2016. Um, The the, the honest truth where not many people apart from very, very close customers um, who who knew Richard from when we were boyfriend-girlfriend to fiancé to a married couple. They knew that the arrival of my first daughter, we had to think um, about our business. It it wasn't a a one-day plan. It was a few years of planning. Right. And in 2016, after um, the arrival of our first child, we started concentrating in product development. Um, that's when a lot of our clientele saw the 360 turn um, of our products because um, the the, the years prior to to having our first child we traveled extensively um, in research of, of defining who we are today which is a fine patisserie um, we're not just a French patisserie, but we like to be defined as a modern fine patisserie. So in that years prior, it's three years of hard work and throwing ingredients and um, a disaster in the kitchen um, that takes us to 63 different products that we have to offer to everyone in Bali both in traditional and both in the modern patisserie. Yes, and a lot of our product, two thirds of our product, in fact, are our original recipes that's created by Richard. Um, My only help to things is hey, babe, could you try this ingredient? I love eating this fruit. And he usually takes on board when I give him hints like that to to work out a dessert of uh, a marriage of flavors, I would say. Um, yes, yeah, so it's taking our cultural background, Australian background, um, to put into the Christians that um, everyone can see today.
0: That's so, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, on that story, uh, yes. so, sin- how long now you guys been in Um, Burley- Burley-
1: um 20 weeks in trading. We arrived uh, in Burleyhead on the 13th of September. Our equipment arrived um, two weeks after that, on the 1st of October. But where a lot of people doesn't know, we had a big bump on the road because um, when our equipment came, our most important um, equipment that got terribly damaged, and unsalvaged, was my 35 meters display fridge. That really broke my heart because of all the savings and investment we put into the purchase of our property um, to where it is today. Was a, was a, it, it felt like a, a hit in my stomach uh, because we saved up a few years just to purchase that fridge from Italy, which is handmade. And, and with things that's happening, um, even, um, even to today, I will never see that fridge again because of the closed border. So Richard and I had to make use with whatever we can um, to and focus, uh, refocus our strategy. It is about the display fridge, but without a kitchen, without the cakes, there's no orphan bush. So thank God for a supplier. Um, 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 a Korean um, company who managed to find us one display fridge that what we have today although we need two but they only have one we said yes it's better one than nothing for the effort of, of bringing it from interstate to our premise so yes yeah, so um, it, 20 weeks in trading we were four weeks late from opening but never i know mean, it's, it's part and parcel of learning um, of of business i suppose yeah so
0: before the covid-19 the biggest yeah. struggle was the fridge the display yes, fridge yes, um, because it so,
1: took another toll on us um for finances
0: and running four weeks behind you yes. i can i can i can really relate to that that's yes. which t- that, that's that that's that's would definitely uh, as another major challenge yes it is so <laughs> until the until the COVID-19 really, yeah. really kicked in, yeah. was, was the business on track to meet your expectations to be where you want to be?
1: Um, Were you
0: playing the catch-up in time for the four weeks behind? Are you building the momentum for, for, for building that clientele base?
1: Yes, yes. We, 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 we had, I mean, with Richard and I, he, he knows I am the one with the plan A, B and C. Yeah. Um, Richard is uh, an operation guy, strictly in production. He knows yeah. that when we got hit with a bump, his wife would have a plan B up her sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a woman thing, I don't know.
0: <laughs> uh, now. So,
1: so yes, uh, we, we, what we did was, um, fortunately for us, we managed to bring all our dry. Uh, raw material in our 220 foot container so when we arrived we went out of raw product before we left our last present for all our adelaide supplier was a big order from all of them Um, and when we arrived we had something to get us going, even with that first hiccup um, that we had to go through. And the relationship we brought forward to the Bellyheads are uh, with um, suppliers who actually knew us and have worked with us back in Adelaide, who gave us um, 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 uh, support through, through agreement of payment. And we took that by pride at times. Yes, um, when some weeks are, are bad, um, most weeks are good and when I say good, it's break even. Um, Risha and I pretty much for the last 20 weeks, as long as we break even um, with what we need to commit with our finances, that's that's a happiness for us uh, that we are hitting so, so to speak, if I put in a span of 19 weeks, um, I was very diligent to go um, into uh, Uh, I break down every single unit, of course, my raw material, how much we bring in, how much bills we have to pay um, based on our income. So that does help with my accounting background in in my number crunching. And on weeks that we're slow, my husband is not allowed to shop. Um, And when weeks get a bit more, we give it back to supplier. Um, That's that's pretty much, um, I would say, um, 16 weeks prior to COVID um, story that took place crisis sorry not story covid crisis yeah so we, we've been going on so, that. yeah
0: so w- what i find amazing you've been continue just adapting and pivot from uh, with ongoing struggle challenge along the way yeah so what what's the major change or strategy you put in the place in the last four weeks in terms of how you run your business how you how you adapting the the current situation and try to make the best out of it i like yeah. to know that the yeah. changes you made
1: uh, I would say that uh, I'll be lying if if I were to say that I've only started following this um, in the last four weeks um, the honest truth um, it, it started when the news Um, started in in mid-January when my children godmother had an intention to visit us from Singapore, told Mm. us that her flight was cancelled or might possibly be cancelled and and I asked her why and she got in depth with what's happening um, in Asia so with that information, I took on board uh, seriously with um, situations, so we're following the news in three countries, Europe, Singapore, um, Asia and, and Australia, that I, I knew that I need to plan ahead of time, um, so, um, so we've, when things actually started happening, um, I had it cushioned. I won't say comfortably, but I'm aware of it. It's not a shock of my system. And as it gets worse and worse, we we change our business um, before um, the, the the federal government makes the changes of, of putting in contingent plan of A, B and C again. So uh, what got, um, got me into what we are currently doing or what we um, had intended to do was the approach by one very very important um, supplier to us with, uh, with regards to cancelling of orders uh, from as early as uh, February, and they have deadlock um, stock that's arriving non-stop from Europe because you know in a in a supplier sense they order three six months ahead for containers to arrive one after another. And that's when I told Risha we have to help them, even we have no money to help them, by us uh, putting all this plan and buffering uh, from plan A when it broke the news in mid-March, the week after, the few days after, Risha and I was able to adjust and um, our product, our setup of the business. Um, and, and having that, that close personal relationship with our suppliers some um, for ten years, some um, yet just just you know, for twenty weeks. We took all of them on pride with Risha constantly asking them, How is your business going? How is your business going? to keep us in light of how our suppliers are struggling themselves. From the first week, oh you know, um, we are just thirty percent now to last week with majority of them saying 50 to 70% down. So we felt that we can't live like this if our supplier go bust. We have to help them um, no matter what. We have to stick together uh, and support each other and ensure that we all cross the bridge together not just an individual, it's a group of entity, which is, in my case, the hospitality industry. It's, it's important to, to support each other. It's not just helping Orphim You need to buy from Orphim Bush, you need to buy from me. It's not about me, it's about by you helping me, it's by me helping my supplier. By my supplier giving me back the product. If they drop the price, I'll drop my price, you get it back. It's not about profit margin anymore for Orphim but it's about surviving. So sorry if I get emotional. This this has been, <laughs> this this has been in my in 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 Richard and my mind for the last few weeks. We just so I mean, for each other. that's
0: that's exactly what I want to get out. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> what what I what I what I want to understand and I also try to uh, make this to the audience to understand is yeah. so you shifting the way of your product range, your product pricing. Yeah. So th- therefore, you can, you can, you can purchase and supply a uh, support to ease the cash flow of your long-term suppliers. Yes. Is that what you're trying to yes. do?
1: Yes. I mean, we have no staff in Balihate, unfortunately, for the last twenty weeks, we could not afford to have a single staff. Right. So, the business is run solely by my husband and myself between each other. How many other. staff
0: did you have when you were in Adelaide? Um,
1: back in Adelaide, we have three baristas, uh, aka you know, uh, my sales assistant. Um, right. We have two two chefs. Who are paid, we have a driver and we have two column blue students um, that understudy Richard for their industrial attachment. So we we didn't we don't we didn't want to have a big team, but we make sure every aspect of the team that we have is is it's not just there, but it's actually a functional um, support. Um, so that's that's my team. I would say probably if I have to put the numbers together, we try to maintain six. Um, yeah. wherever the business can afford um, even on some weeks Risha and I don't have income for ourselves but we we run as a mentality as a family but with yep. respect of you are still my employee and I'm still your employer I think it's combining the European and Asian culture and we put it as our unique Australian our, work culture in Offenbush. Bush I completely yes. agree
0: yeah. Now what I, what, what I really want to understand that yeah. is the way you change, and I, I need you to, to be really um, like uh, truthfully to me. I know you are, but, but the thing is, I, I know you, uh, w- one thing I learned about you: you always care others before yourself. But I need to know this, right? I yeah. need to know the sacrifice you guys are making right now to support your suppliers, aim to break even. What does that means to your business? Is that means you have to completely change? what you sell does that means you have to um ma- basically making no profit is that what it means
1: um at the moment yes it is not working for profit if i can break even every week through an extension of my bakery product that's all we want we are not cutting back in any of the selection of the cakes that we are offering it's an addition to what Adelaide customers have known us for. Um, what many many customers in Belayhide doesn't know, at one stage we were offering a plat de jour once a month savoury uh, to showcase um, authentic traditional French savoury food. So it's, it's not something new per se, but it's bringing in experience that we have for the last 10 years in Adelaide and, and adjusting to what product can we get the lowest and allow it to be passed on to customers to spend and the money that customers spend on those products that we can break even to generate, the to, 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 to get that income going among all my suppliers. So for example, yes, no doubt the six main suppliers that we have uh, provide different products to us. By me continuing making my desserts, I still can buy my, my dairy product, my cream product, uh, uh, my my fresh food producers um, section of things by me creating this bakery. It's another set of supplier that produ- uh, that pro- uh, that provide all these dry goods, and and uh, so by us extending our menu is not just helping one supplier. The income I get, I get to spend more towards my supplier, even if it's, it's if it just seems like a big income to one. But even my packaging people, they get, they get the the support from my my different type of packaging that I don't usually order. They they get to to supply that to me. So by me introducing bakeries, it's three different uh, actually four different products that I get to support my packaging guys. By me, um, um, you know, get uh, introducing savory, my fresh producer got uh, meat. From me, um, of my quiches that we are providing at the moment, so it's just making sure that, for example, that ten dollars I get from a customer, I still get to equally divide it by two people, uh, uh, two dollars to each of my supplier, huh. by still maintaining my product, which is my cakes, to to pay my bills and to to keep me afloat. Essentially, my cake keeps me afloat. The addition to all my products is to keep my suppliers
0: who have employees afloat? Is that confusing? No, no, no. But I'm going to ask you a cheeky question. Yes. So let me frame this right. Yes. From my understanding, yes. Right now, you guys don't have the luxury of the team support. Yes. Compared to back in Adelaide. Yes. Out of everything you said to me so far. Yes. Um, what about Richard? What about Richard's working load?
1: Um... (laughs) He, he knows when he doesn't turn the oven off at four o'clock, he will get a phone call from his wife. <laughs> Unfortunately, at this stage, um, Risha and I do work alternate days, um, so that.
0: But is this means he's working? He's he has to. This is increased his workload a lot by extending the branch um, by. I
1: I would. I would say the word that Orfin Bush has survived is not the hours of work, but it's working smart. Um, he's, he, he's been in the industry for over 30 years. So when I say my husband is great with production, he's on top of things with production. So he makes things before things go zero. He makes things up when they hit 50. So when in a busy period, like um, the, the, the campaign we are driving at the moment, I still have that 50% of stock back, backing me up so that the other 50% can be focused on the period like now we are running um, this campaign um, to be focused in the first week. And of course, um, on, on I think with this next few weeks coming up, um, probably we have to change on how we care for our children. Maybe I'll be, tr- I'll be the one looking after the shop um, first half of the day. And then um, once uh, the retail trading stops, my husband will come to work while I come back and attend to my children, so that he doesn't have to tend the front and tend the back, and he can just concentrate on, um, on the production. But we both agreed that no matter how big the load is, we cannot exit more than 50 hours of labour work because mm. that he's sending us to the hospital and that's one place we don't wish touch word um to no. to clock people up because we burn out so we both keep tap of our labor hour i support him in the, the background area wherever i can in making the phone calls in, in everything And when they clock in for him to do production, he just concentrate on production. So So all the
0: sales coming from retail shop right now, yeah?
1: Yes, yes, yes. We we have stopped um, doing wholesaling as we did in in Adelaide because that's one area that we recognize that has caused a bit of a struggle back in Adelaide uh, with labour play. Um, so when we came to Adelaide, we decided no matter how difficult things is gonna uh, gonna be for us, it's true off in bush door only. Um, however, we have been approached by a couple of people to create desserts for their restaurants. We are more than happy to to do that because that product will become theirs. Um, there's no point selling my product through their cafes and restaurant because my if you look at some of the name of my products uh, uh, are very personal like some of them are named after me like Sophie and to have someone who put Sophie on your fridge is a bit weird (laughs)
0: so would 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 you expect just by driving the growth of the retail will keep you head above the water to grow or have you thought about is there any other way we can get more sales to to keep the business in a healthy shape under the difficult circumstances Uh, like i mean delivery or what's the plan
1: well the plan um well our van is gonna stretch its muscle it's been sitting for uh, a good five months in the garage um, which uh, we will have it um, uh, re-registered under queensland plate uh, soon for an event if my business is going to be affected as a takeaway. Um, And and in case the government, the federal government, um, for all positive reasons of public health, um, we can only do home delivery. So um, then customers are still able to order um, through us and for us to deliver. So we have that plan going already. Uh, We're just waiting to act as according to the federal um, requirement. Um, In terms of um, I forgot your second question. I was focused on my van. <laughs>
0: no, I think um, that's... Yes, in terms
1: of retail, yes. No, nope. um, since since we've opened our door in Ballyhead, we we have a very good, small number, but a good um, base clientele who have been supporting us from day one. Be it they spend one cake or they buy a box of six cakes. We have managed to stay afloat for the last 20 weeks because of this... Clientele of us um, who has been supporting us week after week, day after day.
0: Um. Uh, thank you so much. Um, I I can't believe I got <laughs> so much out of you. Um, I I want to I I, I want to wrap this up. I want to share with all my audience, and I and, and I want all the hospitality supplier to listen to this to see. This is what the dream customer looks like. Because <laughs> when you're in crisis, when you build 10 years relationship, yeah. it's not about the price no. or consistency of supply. This is how you can look after each, each other yes. in a difficult time and try to sustain and, and survive together. Yes. So I applaud you to have that mindset. To me, I'm still t- trying to comprehend how Could you do that? But again, you're not a normal individual. I said, The whole reason we start this out of more than 50 people I've spoken to since 18th of March, you're the only person worried about everybody else first before your own family, including your own kids. So, and that was I I was quite amazed. I thank you so much for your something
1: I think this is my mother. I have to mention this. I think that. Growing up thinking my mother is crazy, always telling us you have to think about the people around you and your society. And my father ingrained in me when I first got that first job. Whenever you move forward, you cannot forget the people who is behind you. I think for who I am today, I have to give it to both my parents, who are crazy bringing me up the way they do. <laughs> Trust me, they're, they're, they're more Asians than anyone I could I could <laughs> think of. But now that I'm a, I'm a mother myself, an adult, and I, I understand the words, the, the wisdom words of both my individual parents ingrained in us growing up. And, and now that I'm sitting back thinking how to solve my problem, they keep flashing in my head. So this is for my parents. My fight is for my parents. <laughs> Sorry, I'm uh, emotional.
0: Thank no, you for... Uh, no, this, no, this is great. I want, I want all the small business to listen to this. They, this will motivate them because this is a difficult time for everyone. I am here constantly people tell me I've I got no chance, I can't do this, I can't do that, this, but you can, you, know,
1: you can, It's what I said. The day when you say you can't is because you're buried six foot under. For as long as you breathe, you can. And never say can't, it's my words to everyone out there. We all fight a different battle every day, but the moment you give up is that's where you're gonna fall. You cannot give up. No. Sorry, well, I have to say I that. need
0: I need to I need to find a good <laughs> I need to find a good free company so I can order some of your, <laughs> your wonderful product. Thank you. See. No,
1: thank you to you
0: for no, I for, think, for I calling think...
1: me to check on on how I am leaving my my small <laughs> micro business world. And I thank you for for giving me a chance of a voice to help others to give to give the spirit that I have, the fighting spirit of not giving but up it, it, it
0: helped thank me you. also feel connected <laughs> uh, when I'm bunker down in my bedroom working from home and that was the best highlight of the day I've got to say, so thank you as well Yes. Um, have a wonderful weekend <laughs> you too um, we will continue monitoring your progress uh, from a uh, from all the digital platform, Thank and you. Uh, I'm I'm sure there's plenty of suppliers, business partners out there will hear you, um, we we'll want to support you as well. Thank and, you. And uh, please be safe and healthy for your kids. Yes. And best wish to Richard continue making his beautiful product.
1: Yes. Thank you.
0: Thank all you. All right. So bye much. for now. Bye. Bye. bye.